0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Whiskey Web and Whatnot with your hosts, Robbie the Wagner
1: and Charles William
0: Carpenter III.
1: Well, no looks guess. to the yeah, no guess whatsoever. You're stuck with us, so feel free to turn it off right now if you're disappointed by that. If you're on the video, you probably think I look like Grandpa Chuck because the bags under my eyes. You look 400 <laughs> years old. I Haven't slept much lately. These things
0: happen. Yeah, the uh, the 4K does not do me favors.
1: Yeah, it's but sort of like upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Shouldn't have done that.
0: <laughs> well, I want tell. that many pixels. I just want it to like smooth everything out for me. So it's like...
1: Like everything looks
0: better than it does in real life.
1: Yeah, I want the Oprah filter, like nice cameras with the Oprah filter. That's our next upgrade. I do get a lot of questions about equipment and and stuff like that. And so we can talk a little about our setup today. Maybe I think that might be of interest for folks.
0: Sure. Cool. Yeah. Part of our setup for today is this Booker's Whiskey, which I'm going to attempt to show without breaking it all. Mm -hmm. It is in a fancy box.
1: Oh shit! You're doing it from the box. Yeah, I did yeah. at least take it out of the box. I didn't try. It took well, me. I had to, you know, the
0: presentation. I want to show everyone.
1: Yeah, it's a nice one on the shelf. I, I mean, they've been doing that since day one, and I really, I used to love Mia good bookers because it was fifty bucks. Came in some nice box presentation wise. So you could bring it places. It yeah, was like that's a good gift. Be- oh man, it was the best deal on the market for a. Yeah, for a barrel proof whiskey. So, yeah, let's talk a, a little about this one. Wax top, still everything too, like good to go. So, h- today we're having uh, Booker's Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We're having Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. Bourbon Whiskey. I feel like we should <laughs> say it like that. So, this is the Storyteller Batch. So, it is a 2023 release. They do them more in releases now because everything's uh, popular and whiskey is cool so this was release 4 uh, of 2023 127.8 proof aged 7 years 2 months and exactly 29 days i did contact 30 days way too much yeah i did contact the beam distillery to find out exactly how many minutes and seconds but they hadn't gotten back to me yet before we recorded today right. mash bill is 27 or sorry 77% corn 30% rye and 10% mar- malted barley this is called the storyteller batch because it's named after the way my dad Booker No could just turn about anything he talked about into an interesting story. That's a quote from <laughs> Fred No, the current master. Of the I was getting some Jimmy Dean vibes there. Oh, Jimmy Dean yeah. sausage. You got have sausage. some breakfast. <laughs> so I did have biscuits and gravy with my mom this morning for breakfast. Yeah, I met her for breakfast mm. and. She liked that country cooking, so I turned her to a place and do homemade biscuits and gravy, and not gosh darn I have some of that yeah you can't you can't beat it, yeah, I'm glad that I got this open without ill effect, so that's a good thing. Hmm. it's got a nice smell get the that was like a slow pour. is almost like I, I I swear folks on audio only I didn't step away to the restroom. I'm smelling some lavender. We did get floral. Lavender's very specific. Yeah, I think
0: lavender. My brain wanted to say lilacs, but I don't even
1: know what lilacs smell like, so I'm Mm. thinking that's wrong. That's true. My wife tells me the names of the flowers we have in our house. So
0: Yeah. Maybe some violet, actually. I do know violet because it is good in lattes.
1: Violet? You're turning violet. Okay.
0: I'm realizing that my nose is congested as well.
1: Yeah, I have a little of that. I'm getting like a floral and a little cola like in mine. So Yeah.
0: Like a bath bomb in an RC cola.
1: Oof. Got a little heat there though. I need to warm up the mouth around that one. Oh yeah, feeling wow. that burn all the way down. I'm glad I took yeah. my heartburn meds this morning. That's got some burn. It's got a
0: a very intense, like fruity, orangey, mm-hmm. like like a concentrated orange. Like not like a you know a mimosa where it's like light light flavor or like even orange juice by itself. I feel like is not as like, this was potent, like a candy or something.
1: Yes. Okay. So, this is where I was going to kind of go with it. More like an orange, like an orange crushed soda. So, then the- Yes. Then like, I fake, the, like very- Fake very orange str- flavor.
0: Stronger than it could ever be in real
1: life. Yeah. 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 Some of that, like, if you were to drink a little, like, take some orange crush concentrate before they mixed mm-hmm. it with the carbonated, mm-hmm. this is kind of that flavor that I think I, yeah. I'm getting- a little of that, and then some of the floral on the finish, getting like a little bitter, a little floral on the finish, slight kind of woodiness. But what was the proof on this? It's very one twenty seven point eight. Yeah, that's very hot. Okay. So, although with the high corn, that kind of doesn't surprise me uh, with the, uh, the kind of sweety flavors that we're pulling out of that. So, yeah. yeah, definitely that with the floral on the finish. So. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's much different than I thought it would be. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. Softens once your palate is wet and ready for it a little more. Mm. Still hurts the yeah. still hurts the throat. But in the mouth. It's a little easier. I don't have salivatory glands in my throat as it goes down. Um,
0: oh, sorry. Yeah. I was Disconnecting with my 12-year-old self there for a
1: minute. Oh, man. <laughs> uh Kids, uh, stop listening. This isn't for you. This show. Mr. Mr. Wagner has uh, taken it up a notch in classiness. <laughs> this is why we don't get invited anywhere. They're like, oh, my God, I listened to the One. A bunch of... Hey, we have a lot of fairly clean ones. We have a few that maybe straddle the line, but fucking lying. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Cool. Well, I yeah, I'm gonna rate it as is. Today I finally have my trusty handy dandy not notebook dropper. And I am you gonna do a couple of drugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I was getting <laughs> at there. I only watch the Steve episodes. I refuse. If Steve is gone. I'm not in. What was it like his cousin or something later? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Hmm. Well, they, yeah, there's a late, there's like the OG, um, blues clues. And then like later, like Steve was out and they like subbed in like his cousin or something. This other guy. I can't remember. His name yeah. Now. It's,
0: there's like a couple, we watched like maybe 10 minutes
1: of one at yeah.
0: uh, a friend's house and, yeah, there's, like, two or three real people, and there's,
1: like, several dogs. Like, it's just, I don't understand yeah, what's going on anymore. It's, it's carnage. Well, see, they recently did that with Blippy. Maybe you're not aware of Blippy yet, but Blippy will be on your radar, which is, like, mm. this grown man. It's almost, like, PG, more, like, G-rated Pee-wee Herman, in a way. Like, grown man acting like a kid, but he's not making, like, crass and weird jokes, and, like... Uh, he is actually teaching kids stuff. He's just kind of annoying. Very popular with my kids for a little bit, and then like they've watched some more recently, and they have a, a There's two Blippies apparently now, and then they also do some animated stuff just to kind of mix mm. it up. Yeah. So yeah, that's all all about that. Let's talk about the whiskey. Let's see what yes, you think should of rate the it. whiskey. Yes, the as I should announce every single time, the highly. A highly stringent tentacle st- scale, except for we offer nine options zero to eight, zero being horrible, eight being amazing, four being fine, categorized as bourbon. Maybe we should even say bourbon barrel strength. We could really start mm. digging into it here. But yeah, up to you. Well, I'm starting to forget a lot of them that we've yeah. tried.
0: So I'm it, just turns, like-
1: it turns out that goes hand in hand with the more you drink, the more you forget. Now you yeah. know why I started this. But I like it.
0: I don't think it's worth the price point that it is now. Like, I feel like we've had cheaper stuff that I like almost as much. However, it does have flavor notes that I haven't tasted in any other bourbon thus far. So I think with the interestingness in mind, I would probably lean a little higher but with the price point, I'm going to go back lower. So I'm going to even it out at a five and a half, I think.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have similar thoughts to you, like what we paid to get this. one. Like if you see it on the shelf and retail is a hundred bucks. So if you're at like a total wine or whatever, your ABC store and you see a bookers for a hundred bucks, I would say go for it. I say that they have a consistency and a quality that is good and tasty on a regular basis this again now they're in these releases and some other things so i think it was like 150 that starts to be like i don't know you're you're reaching you're trying to punch above your weight but it does taste good yeah my funny inclination is to just do uh, a 5.1 i'm gonna like prices right your ass and just like bid one dollar <laughs> higher. 5.49 than yeah uh, <laughs> 5.0001 5. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's maybe a five-five for me, give or take. I think it's like it's good. I'd come back to it. I re I would. I, I would recommend it to people. I don't think it's amazing, and you clear the shelves. Like I said, if you if you see it for a hundred bucks, and you get one, I don't think you'll be disappointed. If it starts to like creep up and you're paying like elevated and or secondary prices, that's the whole thing. And the you know in the first place why I started buying less of it is. Prices were creeping up. They changed MSRP from 50 to 100 right from the distillery. And I don't blame them for that, but it did have me like, well, for 100 bucks, I'm going to look at other stuff. And then that's just all continued to climb. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's very similar to
0: the NFT market, honestly. I'm waiting <laughs> for the bottom to drop out and every whiskey to just be like, oh my God, please buy any of this. We made too much. Like- yeah.
1: That's the cycle that happened before, essentially. Like whiskey was America's number one spirit in the '60s and '70s, and then like vodka uh, became the shit, and you know martinis and cocktails in that sense. And then the bottom dropped out when they had too much, and it got cheap. And then Pappy Van Winkle happened. So great Pappy event. So I'm not sure. I don't know who I hate more for this purpose. I love Anthony Bourdain, but he helped make. Pappy and whiskey cool, and then like finance bros came in and just started buying out everything that was good, and so supply and demand, right? So, I hate them all for that purpose, but <laughs> Bourdain is is cool. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's tough. I mean, anything that has any amount of FOMO is just going to skyrocket in price. Like, I wish there was something I had enough of that I could generate FOMO for, so that I could become very wealthy. But I don't have. Large enough quantities of
1: anything. (laughs) Anyway. 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 Alrighty, so technology. I love technology. For those on, uh, let's see here too. So for those on the web, speaking of like, or, you know, watching this video.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting that. Under the tie-dye
1: shirt. Yeah, it really just elevated it. You know, I've, I meant to, I forgot all about that. I actually put that on for recording today. And then, mm. alas, here we are. So anyway, you got one before they sold out this time? Exactly. Saw so that. I got like an email or something. And I was like, yes, I need that. First round, all they had was like XLs. That was very Yeah, I remember. I
0: got the email, I don't know, it was within like the last week and they they were like, we have 200 like new ones. And then within like an hour, they were like, we have 39 left or something like that.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. People got on it. It was hot. So anyway, if you're not on video, it is Syntax's Century Syntax, their swag store refilled on the Webmaster t-shirt that looks like an old rock shirt or something like that. And it's got all these cool. OG references that most people don't get. And uh, yeah, I snatched it up. I was like all over it. I need that. Yeah. It's very important. Go to
0: sentry.shop. It's sold out,
1: but you can buy other stuff. Yeah. And you can look at things there. And I have pimped out the uh, the Yeti, the Syntax Yeti cup, because it is less than retail of a normal Yeti cup. So they're taking a loss on it or they have a good deal. Who, who cares? You're spending less money. You can get some cool shit. I think you should get that so yeah there is that you know
0: what else you can spend money on we have swag but uh, we don't
1: ever talk about it on the show so. right whiskey dot fund the purposes yep. should be obvious and we do have a few things up on there and more to come so check it out www dot whiskey dot fund and uh, this is a sweatshirt a couple t-shirts beanie coming maybe some other stuff we'll see
0: yeah yeah, we got samples of the beanies. I haven't gotten mine yet. I think it's supposed to be here maybe tomorrow, so if it'll it... come in time for it to be too warm for me. Yeah. Well, it just snowed a ton here, so
1: I think it's going to maybe be cold here for a while. We'll see. <laughs> I'll come out and see you in order to wear the beanie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a good point though. Uh so anyway, take it back to the web. Let's talk about yeah. things on the web.
0: Yeah, so I want to mention, I'm going to go a little out of order here. The, this has been going around on Twitter. See, when I say things about like React sucks or whatever, people expect everyone's just like, you. oh, boo, I like React and blah, blah, blah. But like important people say, hey, React is maybe going down the wrong path. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're so right. I'm so glad someone has said this. And
1: I'm like, I've been saying it for years, bro. Like, <laughs> what's going on? But anyway, like partially say that I didn't fully agree with you until recently. Is that, I mean, because it's of cool th- to agree with me now. <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually cool to agree with uh, other people. And that's why I that's mean, yeah, true. I'm actually mm. on that side. Well, no, it's just that. I think that some of the complaints that you had, while valid for particular use cases, were more on the side of opinion. Of things that you don't prefer, right? But it didn't mean it make it less effective per se. And some of the things that come now, like I just don't understand why like every other release of next requires an entire rethink of your paradigm like of your like paradigms of building with that particular framework. Like I know why. Oh, I used to do it this way. Yeah, right. Because there's financial incentives. I mean, it nope. has to be like okay. Nope. It is.
0: It is some of that. You know, some of it is to undermine anyone trying to copy what they're doing by changing, moving the ball, like moving the goal line, I guess, whatever the fuck the, the analogy is. But also people that like react and like overengineering the shit out of stuff want it to change. They want it to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I want like I want to go a year and i want to have wasted an entire year building a thing that we haven't shipped any code to production and then i want to rewrite it for another year because i want it to be the best bleeding edge most complicated engineered thing i can and like i think they've realized that and they have a lot of the people what i was reading and some of the people that are upset about the, all the react stuff is like they have a lot of the people that used to work on react working for them and they use mm-hmm. like unpublished canary reacts and like do right. a bunch of crazy shit. And yeah like all of that is so that they can feel the same way of, oh, I engineered this so hard and I love it. And like, let's get every, let's make that 0.1 milliseconds faster. Everyone will love writing 16 more hooks so that we can do this
1: <laughs> tiny bit faster. Like, no. <laughs> I wonder if we could get any employees or anyone behind the scenes to like come on anonymously and admit that you know like we'll figure out some security oh, you, things around it or i something. don't know that it's
0: conscious i think right. from like, the you think leadership that, like, it may smart be. people
1: are being enabled to really just go fucking crazy yeah on if you hire like, 10 really
0: smart people who love over engineering
1: guess what you're yeah. going to get like yeah mm. <laughs> Yeah, and if from a product perspective, you're just like, go at it, go nuts. I don't know. Yeah, because like, what was it? The uh, React hasn't officially released anything since like 2022 or something. Like it, yeah. React 18 June. was 2022 or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, year and a half, no releases, but new features coming because Triangle Company unlocked some canary features that aren't actually stable and official. I don't know. All I can say is that and I have sung the praises of Next in the past. So let's, you know, let's just say there like I'm not a, I'm not a Robbie, I'm not a hater coming out hating. Nope. But I'm let saying me, hold, that let me yeah. clarify hold that thought. I okay. like
0: Next and I like Versell, and I like most of everything they're doing. I just that's how I feel about people choosing yeah. any react framework pretty
1: much but we do continue. pay Versell money so yeah. you know there is something to be said for that like aspects you don't like you still are i mean you you still tried the product embraced it gave them money moved your shit there right like so something to be said for that there's definitely still a lot of positives like the you know, caveat to that yeah but you know the things i liked about next were like Everything isn't a component, and some things just like happen by how you organize it and like are auto magic. And you can make decisions by routes about static and incremental static and server rendered things as you need, and client. Light. Like, I felt like I had a lot of power and options, and I feel like where it's gone now, like, there's a reduction in that power and options to a degree like yes i guess you can restructure things and do some of it the same but like this whole use use client thing and you can have a server rendered outer component and then inner functions and components that are use client and like yeah you get in this strange mental model where like oh my gosh and let's not even go into the whole Everything is called page and layout as they're nested in the app directories. So like, didn't we go through this argument where like, oh, named (laughs) files are better. That's why you shouldn't have the root of everything. So you don't have because it's a 10 files named the same thing. Yeah, right. Like, oh, page is (laughs) you have an error on page, which fucking page? (laughs) I don't know. Like page.js. Check it out. (laughs) Yeah. So those things.
0: Yeah, I think I think some of it like it's they it unlocks more if you're willing to do 100 times more work like they've added more hooks, more things you can call more shit that does shit. Cool, whatever more shit. Who needs any of that? You want it to be like at the end of the day, we're writing HTML and we want certain little parts of it to update sometimes. That's that's what we're doing like We don't need to be this granular. We don't need to do database queries right from our JavaScript. Like, no, we we just need it to be as simple as possible to track what's updating and update the DOM. That's the route that everyone, I think, would agree wants to solve. So why do we need all these extra hooks and like other things to do all of that? Like, that's that's the problem is like they think we want all of these teeny tiny building blocks. And it's becoming even less of a meta framework and just becoming react extended, which isn't a framework and like requires you to still build your own meta framework on top, which a lot of places love doing and will spend two years doing and then throw it all out and then spend two more years doing it again. And like, if you're writing your own framework, stop right now. It is a waste of time. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah,
1: that's I don't know where I was going, but you know, my feelings and rant. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know. It's not a great experience, especially if you're trying to build quickly. So I spent mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, Spent, a, yeah, uh, I've spent a few weeks trying to build quickly on a couple of different things and everything kind of being bleeding edge and not being very, and maybe it's a skill issue. So whatever you can say that fuck off skill issue um skill issue yeah yeah (laughs) maybe someone smarter than me out at the absolute bleeding edge things i don't think that even someone like let's say someone's been developing for 10 years in another framework angular whatever and they go where they go and they like come over to this they're not bad because they don't understand this paradigm out, out of the box right like they just and they're not productive out of the box So anybody who's like jumped on server components that literally looked at it last week and not like, oh, I've been following, I'm a React uh, proponent and I follow all their RFPs. I doubt they do that. But, uh, and, and I understand this burgeoning feature. So when it was ready, I was ready. And all of that thing, like, let's just say that's not the case that I'm discussing because I don't think that's normal. And I don't think if you hardly been, anyone does that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if you've been building Next apps for years, as I have, and gone through quite a few iterations of it, coming to this kind of shatters what made you productive originally. That's what I say. Yeah. I say, like, what made it nice and easy for me, you know, two, three versions ago is almost gone. Like, they there was some nice value adds, and I think 12 or – or 13 even, like, you know, the way they manage middleware. I love API routes. I just, like, all of those things were, like, super nice. Like, you talk about, like, Dumb. I want to talk to a database and do queries and whatever else. Great, API routes were a nice place for that. And you drop an ORM oh, yeah. in there. and API routes a good were a good s- idea. Yeah, separation of concerns. I love a separation of concerns. Let's do that. The stuff that's happening now is, like, just the wild west i i don't know why i yeah. need that and i feel like so i was so unhappy working with that over a couple of weeks i've been using i also was trying to like write an api using some bleeding edge framework and bun and some other things there and there's a lot of things i did like about it but the downsides were like that it just all wasn't ready yet you know it just felt not ready so like So doing all of those things, I'm coming to a point here anyway. Okay. And then like shifting to some back to some things that, oh, these are all things I understand and know. So I started working in Redwood JS, full stack web framework. So I just like spent a weekend like messing with that and messing again with Django and just being like web framework. So many batteries included. Love this. They were both just so fun to go through the tutorials and so I I just completely pivoted. It was like, oh this is more fun and it all makes sense and it is all battle tested stuff. Okay, fuck it. That's that's what I should be doing.
0: Well, I think that's the problem is a lot of people want it to be magic and like battle tested and stable and they want to be able to like just write features. But a lot of other people really just want to over-engineer stuff. And like that crowd seems to be getting bigger and bigger or at least louder and louder. So like React and Next.js are trying to cater to that crowd and they just like, you know, put out all of the lowest level stuff. And it's like, well, all of coding, you know, I guess back, you know, we started with assembly or whatever and then like a little bit of C on top of that. And, like, that's kind of low-level. And that's kind of what we've gone back to is, like, no batteries included, do it all yourself, figure it all out. And I think that's, like, at our detriment. Like, it's just like, you know, if you had, uh, what's a good analogy? Like, a food processor. And then everybody was like, well, you know what's really cool? Using a knife. Like... Like that's it's it takes way more time and but like I can be so precise with it. I just I got to use a knife like but a food processor is fast and consistent and easy and you press one button and it's done. And that's how your yeah. code should be like it. We should use these building blocks and stand on the shoulders of the people that came before us to make better shit instead of being like, well, I think I'm a better engineer than like DHH or somebody and like, well, <laughs> I can do it way better than they could ever do and like no you fucking can't like be real with yourself there's like you know maybe a hundred people in the entire world that can go yeah I'm going to build my own framework and optimize the shit out of it and it's going to actually be better than a framework that a bunch of people who wrote frameworks made so yes Redwood is a great choice I think it's very undervalued I think it has a lot of the same ideals that Ember has and like Getting people on those ideals is important, whether they use Ember or Redwood or anything. Rails is pretty opinionated. Like anything with that's like believes in generators and like you know conventions and like it just you do things a certain way instead of
1: do it how you want. Install all your own stuff. Like you know what I love about generators. That's a whole nice thing. So yeah, I mean, so for the folks at home or for the folk person, the folk listening currently, yeah. So Ember is a front end framework, but also very opinionated, amazing, like state management layer and all kinds of things there too. Adapters. I was reminded of adapters recently. I was like, so nice. <laughs> things like that are like really helpful, but Redwood is full stack. So it spins up a node server for you. It is GraphQL out of the box. Prisma ORM, you know, love it or hate it or having an ORM is a nice thing. You can spin up some auth right out of the box and you can just do your local auth there and whatever else. Generators are so nice because they also spin up your test case, your basic mm-hmm. test and test case there for you. So like don't forget tests. are included. They're a first class citizen. Love that stuff Inclu- included in both um, super important things. How does routing work? Does it, uh, is it
0: like a file based or is it there like a big file where you define everything?
1: It's more like Ember routing, actually. So okay. there's a routes file and you drop in your, it's really easy to auth protect your routes though. So like nice things there. Yeah. The ergonomics of Redwood are really good. I think that, you know, sometimes it's marketing and positioning has some things to do with it and it's not doing all the bleeding edge things. I think you'd respect that. They get requests for some of these bleeding edge things and they just deeply consider it and RFPs and all of that kind of thing. So the process is there. And so it's kind of like never say never that you'll get some of these other bits. But, you know, it's going to take some vetting from like Bun comes out with their version 1.0 and and somebody's like, "Eh, should we support Bun or something else? And they're like, well, maybe let's look at that. Let's take some time here. What are the implications of it? Let's make sure that it has, you know, check you know, these five checkboxes done, and and then go through a process before we like jump ship immediately. So they use yarn um, workspace management there. Not yeah, BMPM. it's it's no, they don't even do that yet. And again, that's mm-hmm. another thing that was like consider this, make sure that there's some feature parity before we actually and and there's true benefits and not just preferences.
0: Yeah, but I like the blessed path like that because, you know, if you used PNPM day one when it came out and it didn't work and you're like, hey, it doesn't work. They'd be like, well, you're supposed to use yarn. That's what we say. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, that is what they say. It's not like, you know, things that are unopinionated and try to give you tiny building
1: blocks have to be compatible with everything. And like, yeah, that's that's a nightmare. And. Ultimately, so I think it's twofold. I think there's one I think about, you know, Dax trolling people around like, listen, man, you have zero users. Who fucking cares which of these things you pick? Honestly, like you can fight your fight. build. Until you have users that is like a proven use case and reason why you need this laundry list of things like that's one aspect of it. So I have no users. What's the point? And then what I would need to do is build a thing as quickly as possible and feel like that it will stand up on its own. You know, Node is known. Great, I'm 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 going to deploy a Node app. We know how to do that. There's an AWS story around that. I can use sst.dev to do it. And, like, I tried to use sst to deploy a BUN service. I tried to, like wedge it into a Lambda, try to wedge it into a service. guess what? You know, bleeding edge stuff doesn't work across the board. It has a very specific tested use case. And if you're not matching that, which is like in the docs, a to-do app or whatever else it is, well, that's not reality for most of us. So we're dependent on trying to build a real thing. We should use things that have already shown they can build the real thing. It's even better than the real thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's similar to how, you know, any JavaScript developer or modern web developer, I guess, would say like, "Oh, I can't use Java. Java's not cool. It's old." Well, it's very reliable and everything runs on Java. Like, you know, yeah. nobody thinks about stability or like actually shipping software. They think about, "How can I be the coolest engineer right now?" And right. like, that's fun, especially for a side project definitely use the most bleeding edge thing you can for your side project to learn it and experience it. But like, if you have a team of more than a couple and you want to have some standards and like ship stuff regularly, you should probably use something that's been shipping battle tested production code for like a decade. Like
1: why not? Yeah. That's the thing is that I don't, I don't believe that people are wrong when they're, okay, Java sucks because ABC, like ABC is probably true in particular circumstances, but are you, are you in those circumstances? Does that apply to you? Can we all build it? I mean, you know, to a degree, can we use WordPress and build some of the things we build? Absolutely. We could. There's no doubt about it, right? Like the (laughs) whiskey.fm can be built in WordPress if we so choose. Right. We, uh, we use the next JS actually, not 14, because fuck that.
0: No, um, I think we're on the latest because you can still use either. Oh, you don't have to use Apple AppRouter or, yeah. until the next one. Then they're going to yeah, force okay. you.
1: Right. So, which we will not, will not do. No. It's going to be Astro then. Yeah. Definitely should be Astro. Speaking of Astro, there's like the, there's some interesting stacks that have come out around Astro. So there's Astro obviously has been around now for a little bit, not like forever. It's still kind of new, but does all kinds of cool things. The thing is, is it came out as more of like, a, oh, it's another Gatsby or Jekyll, but turns out it's a web framework that can do way more shit than it has led on to. And that Islands is actually super flexible, plugins, and giving you a whole bunch. So, you know, more on that to come, I guess. But I saw this thing the other day. It was like the... Host. there's a couple of different ones there's like the aha stack which was like astro htmx and something else which was mm. this whole like i'm out no htmx <laughs> no fake, htmx fake news but yeah we really should have carson on actually i think that would be a fun one, one is that the, to that the creator yeah he, that's the dude that's the mm. dude in montana who yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's. About him. I'd be making it I'm up, always, so.
0: you know, happy to discuss it and and talk to them. But I, I don't know if it's just that they've leaned into the meme so hard, or just that I also think that it's just all totally wrong. Like the couple of minutes I've looked at how it works, I'm like, no, I
1: don't want that. But I'm putting two drops of water in my bookers. I'm going to see how that changes things. Okay, right, because I know that you're a purist in the sense of like inherently you want. JSON from your APIs, right? You want a JSON response that gets parsed or Well, whatever. I also want it's, my JavaScript it's... in my JavaScript. It's fine to write JavaScript functions and, like,
0: have an on-click or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, H- HTMX is more like, it's like
1: a tailwind for API calls and complex shit in your HTML. Your directives on HTML it does use JavaScript, yeah. but, it, yeah, those click into... Right, so yeah. you use those directives to do a thing. As so, your event listeners are sort of offloaded, and you love that.
0: Yeah, and it's it's sort of similar to like how Vue two did it, I think, where like they kind of had directivey thingies. I don't know how to describe them, but like, <laughs> yeah, it it just feels weird, like. And I guess it does Ember feel ugly. I will technically admit it does feel ugly. Like the way Ember does it is. Also, not vanilla, like to be fair, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but I like that the modifiers are like
1: on click function. It just feels like mm. on click HTML or H- HX, I think they are. I forget what they are. They're like HX dash something or something like that. Yeah. It's and... really
0: just sugar. I think it would even work, especially in modern Ember, where like you have one file with like your JavaScript and HTML and stuff. This, which, I don't love either, but it does solve some problems. And like, I think then you could just refer to the function. You don't have to do this like on modifier thing and like hook into this context and all of that stuff. It's just like the function was right here. So I call it down here. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. The blending of all these things. Now, as like an OG proponent of a separation of concerns, like I really hated having my JavaScript bled into. My HTML, my CSS bled into my HTML, right? Like, there's all those kinds of things that have kind of started to creep back in. But I, yeah. um, I, fi- I find myself more curious. I guess it's just curious. I'm right? becoming like, open to it, but
0: I, that used to be the first thing I would Google every time I tried a new framework. How do I split this into three files for the styles, <laughs> the JavaScript? And, the, right. and you could usually do it, but it was like not the blessed path so like it would usually break later but
1: yeah hmm. it's two it's... drops of water it mellows quite a bit just want to say that hmm. i put a couple of drops in my bookers except in your throat man yeah. in the chest i will uh... that's i have problem. to try that later on yeah i felt like you were home where you had access to modern conveniences
0: well i'm not gonna stop right now and go get i have a spray bottle but that we spray the dogs <laughs> with i could go <laughs>
1: but yes that, that's no, old I water it. no it's old very old water that's better actually so this is like distilled water so I use now I just use like the reverse osmosis water but I used to like so you do your own distilled water but I just like fill up a gallon let it sit for a week and then you can use that because sediment has settled and whatever else so it's like really base Um, now I just reverse osmosis fill this thing I'm, yeah, I'm sure there are whiskey purists basically the same Yeah, that's how I take it. And uh, I'm sure purists will feel differently, but I was born in Kentucky, so I can do what I want. I actually made the rules. Fuck you. (laughs) That's what I say to some people. The more I drink, the more I curse. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we've exhausted. I think think we've exhausted that topic. Exactly. I agree with you. uh, Okay. What is Snow. Can we talk about? Yeah, so I've heard of this. It hasn't snowed here, or I mean, you get
0: the occasional dusting, but like we Mm. haven't gotten a real snow in years. So like, we bought this house, and the guy was trying to sell us the snowblower with the house, and I was like, "Fuck that! I don't need a snowblower. Why? When will it ever snow again?
1: Leave it there if you want, fucker."
0: Yeah, I think he sold it to someone on like Facebook Marketplace for like fifty bucks. Or like, I should have probably just bought it because it was cheap. Yeah, but yeah, so it snowed, and like. Even the weather people were like, oh, yeah, it's going to snow for like two hours. We're going to maybe get like an inch or something. And then it, it's proceeded to snow from like, we're like, we woke up in the morning. No snow was called for. And there was already like half an inch on the ground. We're like, oh, that's weird. Like they said it was supposed to snow for like two hours later. And then it snowed that entire day for like, it, it wasn't a ton of accumulation, but it was constant. And it was just like, so we got probably like five-ish inches by the time it was done. And So average, give or
1: take? Yeah. I mean, according <laughs> to your wife, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. that She is a weather expert, so she would know.
0: <laughs> Definitely what I meant. Yeah. Just try <laughs> to, to circle it back around there for you. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I didn't have a snowblower. We were shoveling it all by hand. It was not fun, but Finn had a good time. So he sledded for the first time and loved it. And so we did a lot of that. We made a tiny snowman. It was like too powdery to make a snowman. So Mm -hmm. we like, I waited until the next day when there was like a little bit of melted underneath and like kind of pushed it all to make it icy. It's like this melted blob. It is not great looking,
1: but uh, we do have one. So that's been fun. Yeah, some pluses there. Yeah, we actually, once a year, go up north. Like, sometimes we've spent a weekend. Sometimes we just drive up, like in the morning, spend, you know, a few hours, and then drive back down and come back to the sun. Yeah, it's kind of, a, I guess that's one benefit of Arizona, is getting to live in the desert and have a little bit of snow just a few hours away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's. I thought we were gonna have to travel for snow because like it never snows here anymore. But yeah, hopefully this is there will be more of this to come. It is supposed to snow again in a couple days, so we'll Mm -hmm. see if that happens. Mm -hmm. It's like the same of where it says like two hours of like an inch or two, and so it'll probably snow
1: all day again. We'll see. Luckily, you've got a good commute, so. Well, actually, you do have a real commute. I do have a real commute. What happens when you have a real commute? And I know the city kind of shuts down. A couple inches of snow shuts down because. Well, I'm not attempting to commute. I probably, so the way Amazon
0: does RTO is it's a very dumb system. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: if you have a holiday or PTO or any approved reason to not be there, it doesn't count as you were there. It just, Hmm. they're like, we have three weeks, like out of the last eight weeks, you have to have been there five, five of the last eight. So it's like, that allows for holidays and PTO and stuff theoretically, but the system really breaks down if you take a lot of PTO in a row or you took some PTO and then there's a bunch of snow or other reasons you can't go in and like, yeah, yeah, they should have a way to like track what it actually is. But anyway, because you have to be there three days out of the week for that week to count and one of our days in the office was a holiday i already wasn't going to get this week counted so then with the snow on tuesday i'm like i'm definitely not going to go in now with like one day of like (laughs) just hell with all of it yeah so that's so no i haven't gone in but yeah i have my dad's old bmw and it will not like the snow so
1: is it rear wheel drive i guess right Mm -hmm. yeah so that's not going to be good on snow all-wheel drives, where's that, buddy? All-wheel drive.
0: Yeah, I wish that, uh, now I wish that we had kept our Rivian pre-order because, mm. yeah. like, I see a lot of people driving the
1: SUVs around, and I'm like, that mm-hmm. looks like
0: a legit SUV size, and while it might not have been Once my
1: it. favorite SUV, it would have been electric. So, And the third row is actually pretty roomy. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a good, It would have been a good call for you wasn't yeah. wasn't a great fit for me, but definitely would have worked for you. Rivians.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm on the waiting list, waiting list
1: for the first electric Range Rover. So stay tuned. Do those have third rows or no?
0: I've seen what the possible configurations will be because like, they have the mm-hmm. long wheelbase where you get more uh-huh. space in each row. And they have like, like, are they going to have all the same options like that? Or is it going to be kind of like, this is our first electric car. This is you get what you get. So probably the latter, but who knows? um, I think so, too. But hopefully they'll pick the right options to where it's roomy
1: enough that like it makes sense for us. We'll see. Are you open to a Volvo? Because that Volvo I am 90 version that's hybrid is actually pretty sweet. Is that the bigger one? it's the bigger. It's a hybrid. It's got like a third row. I think it has like 35 mile range on just mm. straight electric. So most of the time it's an electric car for you. Like it's not bad and then yeah. in in a pinch kick it over. You're good to go.
0: Yeah, I would I would consider that. I'm I've I'm look, been looking at a ton of different options because I've been hating driving my dad's car. So <laughs> I looked at like <laughs> What's the cheapest electric car you can get? And if anyone's looking, yeah. you can get a Kia something for yep. like 12 grand and its range is like 90 miles. So uh-huh. it will work for commuting, but you got to make sure you charge it every day because like right. you're going to yeah. get stuck. Um, And I don't love that. I want it to be like a little more range to where I can like think about you know, missing a day of charging, charge it every couple of days or whatever.
1: So Yeah, yeah, options. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Hyundai, Kia, like, they all kind of have a thing. It's like, yeah. It depends on what you want. Yeah, I think the
0: thing that, ironically, the thing that, like, has the best range for the cheapest price is an older BMW electric. They've been doing something with them to, like, upgrade their batteries or something. mm Okay, so the they I3s get like or something those like yeah, I three looking yeah. things yeah yeah. So I don't love the look, but like if it no. drives okay and it has good range, like I'm listen. It, I I don't make enough money anymore to like have a nice car that can be a status. Yeah, it should symbol. <laughs> reflect your current standards
1: yeah. as a middle class yeah. white. I fellow. bike to work. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you don't. <laughs> you, you don't do that. You definitely don't. <laughs> No one can see you below shoulders, but if you stood up, they'd know that you don't like to work. And, uh, you know, what you're, you know, okay. cheaply willing to settle for is a BMW. Let's they're, just like, that too. they're like 20 grand or something like, yeah, well, you know, I, would guess, I guess that's the cheapest car you could get. You're right. You're really just not connected to the people. OK, but maybe our audience. OK, let's let's take it back. It's not that yeah. serious. An I three is ugly, looks like a roller skate, but everyone that I know that has had or has one loves that car. Like they, they're I've, in it I rented and they enjoy one the experience. When I went
0: to California and I, I liked yeah. it fine.
1: Yeah. Good for you. You were yeah. never cool, so why even try? Huh? No? I don't know. I thought I was cool for a couple of minutes, so I did try, <clears> but <laughs> <laughs> you, you went on a vacation and rented an i3 i think where this i think we've settled that well this now. was like before or no okay context you could i guess tesla
0: existed still because tesla's been around a long time but they haven't been 2007, as 2007 they had the roadster is like 2007 right but so they were like all that. like yeah. very expensive cars for a while and mm-hmm. so yeah during that time still i think like It was probably 2016, no, I guess 2017 or 18. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there wasn't a Model 3 yet, I don't think. And like, whatever. So I wanted to rent an electric car because I was going out to work at Netflix's offices and they have free electric car charging in the parking lot. So I was like, like, why would I I not do that? The funny thing was, I like, I don't know if all i3s are like this, but like, this one had, like, a tiny reserve gas tank, too, hmm. and it would hold, like, three gallons. Still, like, if you get trapped and you can get that last mile, that's nice. Yeah, so I had to, like, I had to go figure out how to fill it up at, like, a $400 a gallon gas station in California. <laughs> so I was like, what the right. fuck is this?
1: Yeah. Anyway. I had no idea. Huh. Today I learned that those are quasi hybrids. I thought they were a hundred percent electric. I think I think
0: they usually are. I think it was like a certain ones where people were scared of full electric, you could get like the tiny little probably <laughs> it's probably just like a you know, one of those ripcord like
1: generators that you would run in your garage. Right. Like- yeah. You actually had to get out and pull <laughs> like an old like yeah, like an old lawnmower. Yeah. I had a mini bike as a kid. That it kind of looked like a little motorcycle, and but you had to pull the cord. Uh, that was the less, the least cool thing about it. So it didn't look like a moped, didn't have like an electric start. You actually had to pull the cord to mm. get it started. But then everything else kind of looked like a little motorcycle. So I was like, "Ah, worth it." Nobody sees me do this. It's fine. Yeah, I was like twelve. So yeah, I used to have a
0: a push mower that the the pull thing was like wouldn't work until you pulled it like 50 times in a row.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You so you'd to, be like, like foot on it and you're like, yeah.
0: your arm would be ah. like falling out of the socket by the time it gets going. And then you're like, all right, I guess I got to mow now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you also, I think you had to like pull the like lever thing, right? Like, Oh, right. Yeah. Went, yeah. Yeah. So to, you don't like, so that, that, doesn't that up. Safety
0: stop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you had to like do that and pull with the other arm.
0: And yeah. This whole, like, ah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Kids these days have their electric mower and they hit go on it. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like well, kids, that, the kids. That's what I have at the office anymore. Yeah. Wait, there's there's lawn at the office. Just enough for like the, a tiny mower. So I I had the electric weed eater with like there was this thing you could put the weed eater down in that had wheels. So it was like a, the tiniest mower, uh, and it was yeah. like. It looks like you're like vacuuming the yard. You look like a fucking (laughs) idiot. But uh,
1: I got a like actual mower because it does it in like two seconds. Right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's kind of worth it. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to come collect that before we sell it. You know. Yeah. You can have the mower on
0: the plane with you. Taking this
1: mower. I'm going to have a mower case. I'll trade you a banjo for it. All right. Try to fit it back in the banjo case. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'll just leave the banjo Sands case with you and try to (laughs) put a lawnmower and, like, wrap something. Oh, God.
0: All right, what shows have you been watching? Anything fun? I've been watching so Uh, many shows all the time.
1: uh, Good for you that you have a life, that you get to do that. I So the only thing that we started watching together, my wife and I, was, so I'd watched season one of The Bear and was, Mm. like, really I watched, like, two episodes of that. Yeah, it's very intense. So the first couple were very
0: intense, and I, and it's a little crazy, the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. But uh, so, and then I told her, Yeah, it's good. You should watch it with me. I don't want to, whatever. Her friends tell her to watch it. And so she's interested now. And so we've been rewatching season one of The Bear. And then I either code more or I, Play some zelda i'm really trying to start Zelda my tears of the kingdom man i'm really trying to like work on some of my armor and stuff so i can fight these things i think they're called like Gleelocks or whatever they're basically like three-headed dragons mm. with different elemental powers and they're really hard to beat because i haven't yet and <laughs> yeah
0: oh man so, in, the, in the first one i'm blanking on the name of breath of the wild those things like the the spinny laser face things with all the arms like where oh, if they laser, yeah but you, those you are instantly. yeah those are like, all
1: mechanical things yeah those things are those yeah. aren't in this one but there's a lot of other stuff that's like I, I, yeah. I'm sure they are but I haven't fought one of those yet well I was just gonna say uh, I had
0: never I think maybe I once killed one of those things
1: yeah I think you mostly avoided those yes yeah. right like those were like the murder everything Skynet kind of things yeah i played a lot of this game without encountering even one, but like, yeah, this, there also aren't like 74 Ganons. I feel like in Breath of the Wild, I fought like 40 versions of Ganon. You need normal
0: Ganon, Calamity Ganon, old school Ganon, Ganony Ganon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Ganon's (laughs) brother-in-law, Ganon's ex-wife. Ganon adjacent, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of Ganon Ganon. yeah yeah yeah. so there's all of those there aren't all of those there's like the dragon king which i think is like supposed to be og ganon like ganon spawned from this thing or whatever but Mm. i've been avoiding some of the the origins of ganon yeah i've been avoiding a bunch of the main quest stuff so oh i never do the main quests well i don't know why i'm not a completionist i only play
0: the parts of the game that i enjoy and then like the parts
1: that require mm. work or like, I'm just like, no, nah, I don't need that. Work. But I'm not ready for it to be done. I think that's what it is. It's sort of like, yeah, I mean, everything requires work. Every like side quest, whatever, like everything has like, well, yeah, but and I, I don't even have the master reason. yet.
0: Maybe like it's because before. it's like, it feels more self-directed. It's not like you go do the main quest, like,
1: you know, I don't know. It feels yeah. more fun to do the side quests. I do feel a little like Skyrim inspired. Like I just want to do so much with my character first before I do anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I I was talking to Caitlin yesterday. I don't know. Sometime. Hopefully every day. Well, she's your wife. About stopping watching so many shows and playing games again. So I'm probably going to start playing some games soon. Cause like I'm watching shows. I don't give a shit about cause I'm just like, I want to find something new to watch, you know? And then I right. watch obscure shit that, like, maybe is good. And actually, they turn out to be good, but then there'll be, like, four seasons, and I have to watch all four
1: seasons. <laughs> yeah. Like, so then it's like, well, what the hell? Where are you going to spend your time? You like, right? Yeah. Have finite time, and where are you going to spend it? Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, Sarah has been watching one of those, like... Married at First Sight, I think, is the one she's mm. watching now. It's another one. I don't know. There's some version of the same thing 50 times over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, not Married, yeah. Married at First Sight is the one now. And it's been happening a lot in the background for me. So then I'll just do other things. I'm like, mm. oh, good time to code. It really is. Yeah. It's like <laughs> great to go down that path. Yeah,
0: a show that was very good that I finished recently was Bodies. Have you seen Bodies? I haven't. The premise what is, is like up, there's a uh, this like guy that this guy that's been shot and dies that like materializes and falls from the sky in like four different time periods. Hmm. So like it starts in like 1890, and then there's like a 1941 and this is not a spoiler because all this happens in like the first 10 minutes. So, um, and that it's like the same person dead falling from the sky in all these different time periods. And they're have- having to figure out why that's happening and like how to get it to stop happening. And mm. it's like, it's a crazy, like uh, my mind still has like questions about how it works because I'm like, you know, that's that like anything to do with space and time just like, doesn't make sense to me. I'm just like, I don't. That that could never happen. Leap wasn't for you, yeah. I guess you have to suspend disbelief there and just be like, you know, just enjoy
1: the show and not care about like how it worked. Right. Also, I I think we're supposed to not like Stephen Hawking anymore, right? Or something. Wasn't that a what? thing on Twitter for a minute? Stephen what Hawking happened? was on the Epstein flight. Yeah, the flight logs or something for Epstein Island and I I don't know. How does that even work? Well, when you fly planes, you are required to create flight logs which include the No no, I mean manifest. like how can Stephen
0: Hawking be like a rapist?
1: Like <laughs> Right? Doesn't he always have to get raped? I don't yeah, know. Like he I think
0: everyone implicitly had consent.
1: right right well if you went to Epstein Island and there were young girls under the influence yeah so I guess it's like wealth and power the organization do what he wants right yeah yeah yeah. so I yeah yeah I don't know so anyway that's a tangent but what service does that stream on if you're gonna mention oh it's Netflix okay this episode is brought to you by Netflix Because Robbie's been there. Yeah. Stay tuned
0: for other things brought to you by Netflix, where we will be on a crossover with Front End Happy Hour
1: sometime soon. (laughs) Right. Speaking of literally (laughs) brought to you by Netflix. Although uh, Ryan doesn't work there anymore. Oh, yes. Right. People quit, move on, whatever else. These things happen. Uh, Prime's never leaving. I think he's going to one day own Netflix. Well, I think...
0: Like it's he gets
1: to do whatever he wants there, yeah. Because he's like, he's I like, show value in yeah. my passion projects. So so if they
0: were just forcing him to like do feature work, I think he would leave. But when he right. gets to be like, I want to build this thing that does whatever because I think it's cool, and they're like, and yeah, it saved do that. You Fifteen
1: million dollars, and they're like, oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, why would they not continue to employ him? Yeah, that's a position I shall never never hold anywhere maybe in this podcast the primogen position of primogen yeah i will never be the primogen (laughs) my mustache game is weak as fuck i will not did you see the uh, well i guess two-part question have you seen the barbie
0: movie yes so did you see the somebody posted like earlier today of like prime talking about the like text editor that's not good or whatever and it's like Ken being like
1: sublime (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I saw it pretty good (laughs) yeah oh god yeah that was good alright well we are over
0: time here I don't know we talked about things so if you liked it um, please subscribe leave us ratings and reviews we appreciate it and we'll catch you next time
1: also Jim com. I was Pretty gonna say favorite bookers yeah. reminder whiskey.fund
0: get some swag mm-hmm. if yeah. you think it's too expensive hit us up and we'll give you some
1: promo codes Whoa, well, we're gonna keep losing money but, uh, I want people to have swag it's fine fair enough alright see ya